Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. I hope you're doing great. It's a great day to serve God. God has a wonderful plan for your life, and He wants you to live in victory. We live in a world right now that is trying to take us down spiritually, trying to have us stay away from church, have us uh, stay away from the things of God, get involved in things that are not godly whatsoever, and being uh, manipulated by the system. Folks, we've got to stand our ground in defending the Word of God and God's truth. Let's not waver from God's Word. Let's live by it. Let's trust in Him. Our Heavenly Father, we need to trust in You. We need the power of God in our lives. We need to work in a wonderful way that You would work in our lives and and move powerfully. And I pray, God, that You would help me as a leader never to give in to sin. Lord, to love the sinner. Help me to love the sinner. Lord, help me to encourage them. Lord, because we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, we need you. Help us to love the sinner but hate the sin. Lord, we never want to love sin. We just want to love you. But God, I pray that we would love the sinner and we would help them know Jesus. And Lord, even in our weaknesses, give us strength. When we get caught up in something, turn us around. Help us to turn back to your word and live by it. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, folks, God is good. He is good. Psalm sixty twelve says, With God we will gain the victory, and he will trample down our enemies. With God we will gain the victory. People of God, we need God in our lives. We need God first in our lives. Now, ever since the pandemic's hit, you know, of course, most churches, almost every church I know of is down in attendance, and they say that it, that's going to continue. I hope it doesn't continue. I hope people continue to come back to church and be a part of the family of God and allow God to use them like they've never used them before. And I, if that's one of you listening today, I pray you would pray sincerely about your role because God wants to use you. I need encouraged by the church. I need the fellowship of the believers, and I need to worship uh, corporately. That's just who I am. And I believe the enemy now is uh, taking people away and, and just saying, hey, you don't even need to be at church. See how fun it was sitting on the couch and eating your chips and using the restroom whenever you wanted to and then going back and stopping your DVR and then going back and watching it again. People of God, let's return to the house of God. Let's start seeing a revival, a movement of the Spirit of God that starts changing the direction that this world is going. Victory is in sight for all those who count on God. You know, it seems like life is kind of like a competition. We live our life, and most people, I believe, would choose to live a victorious life. I think you out there would like to live a victorious life. But sometimes you wonder. I think we can agree on the fact that sometimes we make our own bed in life. What we do or what we don't do lays the foundation of our future. Listen to this. I'm going to say it again. What we do or what we don't do lays the foundation of our future. My question is, what is your family seeing in you? What are your friends seeing in you? Are you being a living witness? Are they saying this is someone who follows God to the key, follows God just moment by moment, and that they can make it through anything? See, some people get to retirement age, which I'm at that age, and they say, I'm in trouble because I have no income coming in. And the truth of the matter is, we didn't prepare well enough for the future because we live in a society that lives in the now. We want 
we get and suddenly we are out in the cold. Now, I, I wished I would have prepared better for the future, but I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay, but if I, would, if I knew what I knew today, and I'm teaching my young staff right now to start putting away for the future, they're going to be in great shape because they're doing it right. And some of us had to really put in at the, in our later years to, to be able to survive. But, you know, we, we've got uh, a society that wants to live in the now and, and spend their money and do everything they can and just enjoy life. And then suddenly they get to that point and they're wondering where their money is. They're wondering where their life is gone. We certainly do not want to do that with our relationship with God. He wants us to live a victorious life for him. Victory will be in sight for those who count on God to lead them in their lives and continue to stand up for his truth. I think back about reading Jesus' words to John in the book of Revelation to the church of Ephesus. Those who have read Revelation will somewhat be familiar to the letters of the seven churches telling them the good they were doing and then telling them what they needed to get together. It kind of reminds me of affirming someone, uh, then bringing down the hammer and saying, straighten up, straighten up. You're doing some good things, but you need some things to straighten up. You know, Ephesus is one of those old cities that currently lies in Turkey. There's tons of history about from over 10,000 years ago. It went through many stages in its life. One of the major places back in 550 B.C. was the famous Temple of Artemis, known as one of the seven ancient wonders of the world. Ephesus is one of the top places on earth that a great deal of archaeology has taken place, and it's estimated that 15% of the old has been dug up. Folks, that's a lot. That's a lot of the old. And it's interesting. When you go back there, you go back to uh, these places, and you see this thing, and you think, wow, you know, the Bible comes to life in a big way. Ephesus began a very important city as time went by. In fact, in 27 B.C., Augustus became emperor. The city became very prosperous and important. In fact, it was the second most important city and the second largest to Rome at the time. It was estimated that there was close to a half million people living there by 100 A.D. It was an important place for early Christianity. As the Apostle Paul lived there and worked with the Christian people and organized missionary activities from there, he wrote the letter of 1 Corinthians from there, and later from Rome wrote the book of Ephesus. It is thought that the Gospel of John might have been written from there near 90 A.D. So they seemed to be a victorious place through much of their existence. But Jesus shared to John in Revelations chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, he talked to the church at Ephesus uh, through the vision that God gave John and I'm going to refine this here and read this to you. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 7 of Revelation. You'd think I had a turn there, but I didn't. And here it goes. To the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. Listen Now listen to this, folks. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles, but are not, to have found them false. You have preserved and have endured hardship for my name and have not grown weary. You see, he is building them up. He is building them up and tell him all the good things he's doing. But then what does he say? Jesus says this, yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. 
If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from this place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. You know what? He tells them they have done well. They have made it through hardships. And they've come out victorious. But he virtually is telling them that, yeah, you made it through some tough times. But evidently, you forgot to keep moving on in the presence of God. So he tells them to return, repent, and return to your first love. Return to God, your creator. People of God, for us to be all God wants us to be, we must be willing to repent, admit at times we are not everything God's called us to be. We have fallen victim of the world. We have fallen victim of not serving him with our whole heart, soul, and mind. We have given in to the world's desires and said yes to those things that have keeping us away from the things of God. It is time to repent and turn back and get back to where you were. If that's you, if you've sensed you've fallen the last couple of years that suddenly you're tumbling in your spiritual life, turn it around. Isn't that great about God? He gives us a chance to turn it around. You know, the word repent means turn away. Turn away from your thoughts. Turn away from those things. Well, I don't need the church. I don't need this. I believe in God, and that's enough. Well, even the demons believe in God, folks. Uh, the Word of God tells us. I love David's words, you know, and and I love, as you know, reading the Psalms. In fact, many mornings uh, I get up in the morning, I go upstairs, spend uh, an hour, two, or three listening sometimes uh, for all that time to the Word of God. The other day I listened to 40-some chapters of Psalms. But listen to Psalms 63, 1 through 5. You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. And in my Bible I underline the word earnestly. That means faithfully. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. I'll be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. He tells the readers that he thirsts for God. He so desires to be in touch with God. and He praises his name. And he was going through a tough time of running away, trying to hide from Saul so he wouldn't be killed. It was a very stressful time. But what does he do? He's always praising God. He's always lifting up the name of God. See, victory is to be gained in this world today. We must do the same thing. We must long to have a relationship with him, long to be near him. You will conquer life's foes with God. David did, and many of the churches during the Bible time did, because they were given the opportunity to turn things around. People of God, he has given you the opportunity to turn things around. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? I hope my, my church turns things around. We're back running, you know, well, we were running about 70% this uh Spring and summer hit, we're back about 55%. But I'm telling you what, I'm hoping that we get people back in the house of God and we get busy about winning the lost and we do something about our spiritual walk. That's my hope. That's my hope for you. That's my hope for all of us. You see, he continues to give us the same opportunity all the time. 
We do not have to be separated from God, and sometimes we get separated from God. You know, we need to be uh, with him and in him and know that we can do all things through him. Well, I'm out of time, but I want to continue this tomorrow because I think it's very important for all of us to make sure that we put our trust and our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ because, honestly, he's got great things for us. Hey, thanks for listening. Have a good day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day. Thank you.